It's Wednesday of Holy Week, Spy Wednesday. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. Today is the last full day of Lent, Wednesday of Holy Week or Spy Wednesday. The nickname Spy Wednesday probably comes from the fact that Judas slipped off to conspire with the Sanhedrin to betray the Lord. The Roman station today is the Liberian Basilica, St. Mary Major. We were here five weeks ago. After an apparition of Mary on the 5th of August in 352, there was a miraculous snowfall during a Roman August which outlined the plan for the church on the Esquiline Hill. Pope Liberius began the construction of the first church, though the actual site was nearby to the present church, rather than on this very spot. The present St. Mary's is probably still the oldest Western church dedicated to Mary. It was built on the present location by Pope Sixtus III at the time when the Council of Ephesus issued its definition that Mary is Mother of God. She is mother of the whole person of Christ, not just part of his person. And so, since she is the mother of Jesus, and Jesus is both perfectly human and perfectly God, Mary is also the mother of God. In this basilica, you will find the tomb of St. Matthias, the 13th apostle, who replaced Judas, and also St. Jerome. Housed here is also a reliquary with what are thought to be five pieces of wood from the holy manger of Bethlehem. The tomb of the great sculptor Gian Lorenzo Bernini is here, in the floor to the left of the altar, very humble, toward the chapel of the Borghese family, wherein we venerate an image of Mary which is most beloved of the Romans, Salus Populi Romani, which has been here for some 1400 years. On the other side of the basilica, where the Blessed Sacrament is reserved, is the Sistine Chapel, which Sixtus V built for his own burial place. The tomb of Pius V is also in this chapel. Be sure also to visit the Sforza Chapel, which is the last work of Michelangelo in 1564, just before his death. Our Lord described himself as having a baptism wherewith he was to be baptized. John gave him the baptism of water, but the Roman soldiers gave him his baptism of blood. After opening his sacred flesh with violent stripes, they now put on him a purple robe which adhered to his bleeding body. Then they plaited a crown of thorns which they placed on his head. They mocked him and put a rod in his hand after beating him on the head. Then they knelt down before him in feigned adoration. Fulton Sheen From the Church's Year of Grace by Pius Parsh. The two lessons by Isaiah in Holy Mass today give us very beautiful prophecies on the Messiah's passion. The first lesson sees him as the divine vintner. I have trodden the winepress alone, and of the nations no one is with me. I trod down the nations in my wrath, stamped upon them in my fury. Their lifeblood spattered my garments and spotted all my clothing. By his suffering, Christ pressed out the wine for the Holy Eucharist. 
The second lesson describes the man of sorrows upon whom God laid the sins of mankind. He was despised and the least of men, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. His face was veiled and spurned, so that we heeded him not. Truly he took our sorrow upon himself. We considered him a leper, a man smitten and humiliated by God. But he was wounded for our iniquities and bruised for our sins. For our salvation punishment fell upon him, and by his bruises we are healed. Like sheep we wandered about, each one turning to his own way. The Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was sacrificed because he himself had willed it. He opened not his mouth. Like a sheep he is led to the slaughter. Like a ewe before her shearer, he remains silent and opens not his mouth.